Testing, testing, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, motherfuckers. <laughs> Guys, almost. Is that water? No, it's. Yeah, sure you want to All right. What is going on, Untied Nation? So, the story behind that uh, we were listening to Kenny Chesney, and as I was walking to go number one to the bathroom, uh, it occurred to me, I was like, oh, Untied Nation, that's, you know, if it wasn't forced, that'd be great. But because, like, his his thing is, like, sh- uh, No Shoes Nation or something. And I was like, oh, right. I was like, I have no idea. Untied oh. Nation sounds good. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I was like, Untied Nation sounds good, but it really will have no effect ever. But anyways, what's going on? How are you boys? I'm doing good. I'm all right. I'm you doing know. well. Good. I'm doing well. I'm, I don't know that I'm doing good, but I'm doing well. Grand. I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, can't complain. Um. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm good. Today has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Got. Uh, I had a pretty cool class. Good. Gym session, and now we're here, and I'm excited for our talk because. Um, we, we talk about it a little bit with, uh, Jefferson, um, the boxing world. It is something that I'm, uh, newly into for sure. Newly into going professional. No, absolutely. Um, it's, it's amazing. I encourage everybody to do it, but, uh, it's actually, yeah, it's brought up in our conversation with Jefferson and it's actually our topic for today. Our topic for today or question of the day, whatever the hell it is. Whatever we're doing here is three, three people we would not want to be in a boxing arena with can be alive or dead, created or fictional, non-fictional, whatever. Um, we're going to do the same thing as last time. We're going to put out a poll and uh, with our three answers, um, Tyler, first question, how does it feel to be a loser of the first poll ever? I'm going to be honest with you. I am a it champion. Hurts. I'm a champion. So. I mean, and I fell somewhere in the middle. So I, I can live with that, though. I'm, you I'm were the first loser. Yeah, first right, loser. Right, but I'm okay with that. But, but he, he was, lost. He lost. Like, but I was just, I was in second What place. is losing, really? Yeah. And... What is well, losing these days? And you, yeah. know, you know what's ironic about him losing is, is like one of the new, he's, what he's been doing since New Year's, New Year's resolution-ish thing, he's been teaching himself guitar. So... It actually, we're actually very grateful for you losing because you have an idea of how to like pick an instrument, play an instrument, and I would have just gone out there with a trash can and some sticks, and had a great time. I still might do that. I might just wheel around a recycling bucket thing from the alley. Shout out Chicago. There's a hundred of them. <laughs> there are a lot of alleys. Well, anyways, back to the original topic. Uh, so yeah, so today's question is uh three people you would not want to be in a boxing match with you so you're in las vegas sold out crowd the main event is this fight that's the atmosphere okay i just want to paint the picture right for us all in the audience obviously and you went first last time right so you can go first this time 
Perfect. And then the final. And we'll snake through like we did. Yes. Yeah. So when you go, you're go you're bang, you're gonna go, go twice. twice. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I go first. Yeah. Um, twice. Any? Do you guys have any questions nope. about this? I know exactly no. what I'm gonna say. I know exactly what I'm doing here. Okay. All right. This isn't my first rodeo. Yeah, I, I fight people in my head all the time. <laughs> um, my first choice is unorthodox. I'll admit it. All right. But this sweet lady just had a birthday not too long ago. And my first option <laughs> is going to be no other than Betty White. Oh. And I have a lot of good reasons. Just kidding. I only have one reason. <laughs> I only have one reason because she just turned 99 and I want to see her make it 100 because if I'm Who stepping doesn't? into the ring with Betty White, I'm coming out the fucking winner. You, Thank you. You would be the reason, probably, that she wouldn't get to 100. Thank you. <laughs> imagine. That's a compliment. Imagine you being the reason she doesn't get to 100 and ending our friendship in the same day. I know. I'd be pretty Everybody sad, would hate you. You would be the most, yeah. That's why I picked Betty White. I do not want to get in the ring with her, but I'm not a loser or a quitter. <laughs> she would understand. Let's be real. That's a pretty good. All right, that's a, that's a pretty good pick. Okay. Thank you. Go ahead. Try to follow that up. Mine, I like mine. I like my my top three for sure. They're I not think, winners. I think but they're. That's fine. I think together they're very strong. Okay, number one, the one and only. The man himself, huh? John Cena. Because you can't see him. Yeah, you'd be fucked. You literally can't <laughs> see him. <laughs> you'd you be would fucked, lose. bro, man. It's gone. Gone forever. John Cena, you can't see him. Um, his special is called The F.U. If, you know, if it happens, because, yeah, you just can't see him. But that was my, that was my number one. Okay. Number one pick. Also, when I was in the wrestling, he was the man. That was my favorite guy. I was a big John Cena guy. But. All right, we got our first All right, wrestler. yeah. So, my first one is John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> and I will tell you why. is because when I shave, I look like a young boy. And that was his prime demographic right there. So, I just, I feel like it would be setting myself up for a, just a risk you know what i mean there's a lot of messed up shit he did and i don't you know what i mean i wouldn't want to fight him but also you would though i would have to yeah exactly. you know what i mean listen i put betty white up no right? yeah that's what i'm saying it's he was, exactly he was born in chicago yeah i know oh crest hill is where he yeah died. oh also i don't fuck with clowns who does though you know if you do yeah. if, if you're like over six and you like are in love with clowns. You're like, oh my god, like yeah. that's that's the worst. That's song. worse. That's what nightmares are made of. Yeah. yeah, I think it's normal to just be weirded out by clowns. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. All right. My second one is Michael. I wouldn't want to, dude. He's like <laughs> fucking Captain America. I've been thinking about it since we. <laughs> that's ridiculous. The Why Stallion, is that? Stallion himself. That's yeah. ridiculous. Dude, I've seen his videos on Instagram. It is... Yeah. <laughs> Follow at This Is Untied. My two videos 
Of me working of out. Of you working out and boxing. And I was like, after those two videos, I'm, I can make a fair assumption that I never want to get in a boxing I've never good. uploaded a boxing video. Yeah, dude, you were like, oh, it was your oh, brother. brother. Your brother did. did. Okay, yes. yeah, that's right. I'll back you up. I've held the pads. That's what I'm saying, dude. Look at, guy. like, he's wearing a sweatshirt. He's being modest, but his yeah. arms are like, he j- buys like big. That's right. what I'm saying. I would be terrified if his. If, he wants to move on. Look how right. uncomfortable yeah. he is. What's Look next? how uncomfortable he is. <laughs> this is stupid. What's next? You're next. No, you're going twice that I was ju- yeah. <laughs> what the hell oh yeah John, John Wayne Gacy, Gacy. John Thanks. Wayne Gacy and you are the top two I don't want to okay. get in the ring with how do you feel alright I need I need both of you to listen and I need everybody else to listen very closely okay. alright if you are able close your eyes we don't make mistakes we just have happy accidents no do not that's, put him in that ring. No, that's... Ladies and gentlemen... Don't put him in there. ...was Bob Ross. You can open was, your eyes. <laughs> I knew the words, but horrible impression. Yeah, it was a terrible <laughs> impression. I was <laughs> like, oh my gosh, the guy that's always trying to fuck Chris from Family Guy? <laughs> what? That's exactly... You know what oh, I'm talking about, oh, right? The grandpa, yeah. the grandpa, the guy the with the walker? Yep. That was yeah. what my mind went to. I don't... I mean, how does... How does Bob Ross talk? He's not Southern. No. no, he's not Southern, and he doesn't have a... Well, I'm, I don't listen to Bob Ross, okay? Sue me. My, wow. my impersonation wow. sucked. But anyways, not only are you going to fight Anyways, him. no, okay. Okay, go back to your... Your eyes are closed, and you open your eyes, and you see that man saying that quote to you, and you have to beat him up. You have to kick his ass. You're like just a happy little you accident. to destroy yeah. Bob Ross. I mean, to be fair, I know you were on a list here. <laughs> Jackson. But... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Bob Ross can whoop you. No. <laughs> That's all I have to say. All right. Well, now that we're not going to have to beat up sweet men with a television series who love squirrels, my second pick. I was thinking about that, too. You don't know where he's coming from. Probably through the movie screen. The one and only Jason Bourne. Oh my god, it's Jason Bourne. Yes, thank you. I knew someone was going to do it. Alright, Matt Damon? No. Do you, have you seen his moves? Yeah, I've seen every single one of those movies. Yeah, he's been tried, he's, the CIA tried to kill him. Hello? Jason Bourne. Hmm. Jason fucking Bourne. Oh, it is that guy. Mm-hmm. What's in the fucking box? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the 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 vine. <laughs> if you've seen the vine, you know it. It's yeah. We it's don't great. have to mention it. Um. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Do I wrap up my third one? I think. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you do yours. Yeah, I just do my last one. And no, and then I got one more. So okay, you go cool. twice. Yeah. All right, and then my last pick. I don't know how we're doing this. Be honest. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just go. We'll figure it out later. My last pick. I don't know if you know this. One of our presidents was a real man, a boxer. It's Theodore Roosevelt. I was just about to say Teddy. Teddy Roosevelt was on the Harvard boxing team when boxing was becoming cool for rich people. Like they made him put on gloves and they stopped bare knuckle fights. Yeah. This man had exhibition fights in the White House. And he took it so seriously, he got punched in the left eye, and it severed his cornea, or his retina. And he was blind in in his left eye, and he didn't tell anyone for 10 years. 
What a bad motherfucker. Get in the ring with him. <laughs> Actually, so I did know that he was a boxer only because my gra- uh, my great uncle used to uh, put on boxing matches for him when he was on the ship. He was in the Navy. So, like, every time he was on the ship, wait, they would put together wait, boxing wait, wait. matches. You say your grandpa? My, my put, uncle. Your uncle put... <laughs> Put boxing matches together for, on, for Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, when he was on that shit, he was also like in Pearl Harbor and stuff. You know what I mean? Like he was like, <laughs> yeah, he's a hero. Yeah, well, he's no longer with us, but yeah. No shit. Shout out Uncle Mike. R.I.P. Oh, I thought we were talking about Teddy Roosevelt. Oh yeah, but, but I'm saying like R.I.P. Uncle Mike too. Yeah. Um. Do you know when Teddy Roosevelt was born? No, I don't know that. April fourteenth, nineteen seventy-two. Did you just look <laughs> it up? No. <laughs> no. Teddy Roosevelt was 1936. the 26th president of the United States, and he was, in fact, born in 1858. So I don't know how old your uncle is. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's my great uncle. He's, so he's like my uh, my great-grandfather's brother. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. When was he born? 1858. Right? That was a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, was but he was 140 something years ago. But if you look at time, it wasn't that long ago. No, right? Uh, October 27th, 1858. Make sure that's my last pick. That's pretty good. Yep, that's pretty good. What's yours? This one, I'm trying to think. Please don't do an impression of them. I wish I could. <laughs> I, if I could, I wouldn't be sitting here. Oh, um. I'm trying to think though, because my I like my third one. I really like my third one, but I could also just go the basic route and pick like a top-notch fighter just nah, so I win. No one cares about that. And like try and win, but I mean, I wouldn't want to be in the ring with this person either. Emily Rose. Oh. Ding ding ding, and her neck just spins. <laughs> There's a three sixty, and she just starts projectile what vomiting. You? Just ah! <laughs> what, are you, what are you supposed like, to do? Punch what? her in the back of the head, like she's trying to puke on you. She doesn't need to slip. She just, you know, breaks her neck every single time. I couldn't imagine being in the ring with that. Yeah, you'd be screwed. And the, the referee would be like, you know, there's no way he's interviewing. And then also, she can, you know, just. Go back to Emily Rose and be like, I'm just a sweet, innocent girl. And again, her neck just. So that's my last and final pick. All right. Emily Rose. My last pick is, and I'm really glad that you said Jason Bourne, because mine was Ethan Hunt, which is (laughs) Tom Cruise's character from Mission Impossible. And I know before we started recording, you used Tom Cruise as, as an example and I said I wouldn't mind because I called it one of the most basic. Yeah, but that's not and kind of like kind what of like, I said. Yeah. I said his character from eight movies where he's just kicking ass the whole time. Like you're not wrong. You know what I mean? Like have you ever seen him do like like literally any movie he's in though? Like it could be like Notebook esque, and like and there's at least one fight scene where he rips off his shirt and runs. Like you know how he runs. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan. Matthew Hunt is a fictional character and the protagonist of the Mission Impossible film series. He is portrayed by Tom Cruise in all films to date. I would not like to be um, in the ring to with that guy. be 100% not honest bad. with you, I don't know if I've sat through an entire movie of Mission, oh, Mission Impossible. I have not. You haven't? No. 
I've seen all of them. Uh, I okay. love them. I've never been like, can't wait to go watch Mission Impossible. I might might be out of line with that statement. Yeah, maybe I've, we should watch one. Give it a review. Maybe review it. Yeah. Um. Do you guys have any, uh, you know, bystanders that didn't make the list, but you wanted to mention? Yeah, I don't want to get in the ring with our today's guest. Uh, yeah. I that would be. Too. He would. He would never be a guy. I would want to put my fist to. No. Right. Like, I would never want to punch his face. Absolutely. Right. I yeah. mean, yeah. Well, plus he like and we talk about it a little on the episode, but Wait, he just got uh, such a likable face. I was going to say, pause, and we're going to save that good transition to the end of this conversation. So I want you to say verbatim everything that you just said. Great. <laughs> do you have any honorables, or do you have any more? Um, I mean, Hannibal Lecter was up there <laughs> for me because you know, like he eats people. Yeah. That would, oh, fuck, that would, that okay. would be upsetting. Yeah, I mean, that's that would suck. Be, uh, super upsetting. But um, yeah, no, besides that, I mean, I tried to keep it narrow, so I didn't have to write it down. Fair enough. Um, I have a couple of uh, obvious ones. Rapid Fire. Hulk. Superman. Okay. Yep. Um, and then a couple of, like, yeah, No Way. Chucky. Oh, right. Very fair. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I put Pennywise. We were talking about clowns earlier. Fuck yep. clowns, dude. Yeah, Pennywise would suck. Though that is another movie I have not seen. Uh, I saw the original It, and I was good. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need You're to like, see I another get one. The gist. Yeah, I don't see, need to yeah, see another one. Um, we were talking about people with control. I forgot, like uh, one of yours. I don't know. I put Al Capone because mm. you're gonna die. Right. No matter what. Like even if you win the fight, <laughs> yes. like you're getting shot you're on your way out to tonight. Die. <laughs> um, and then last but not least, the goat, Mike Tyson, because I was thinking about seeing that him too. move at fifty whatever years old he is yep. now. Fifty one something. Is like insane. And I couldn't yeah. imagine taking a hit from him in his prime. Well, I actually I do want to throw like an obvious one in there. Joe Rogan, I would not want to get in the ring with that guy. I've seen videos where he makes people tap out so quick. I mean, yeah, but like you could say any MMA yeah, specialist, anyone, and they would probably take him out. Right, right, maybe. So, like, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be the end of the world. Did if, you just say that you could take out Joe Rogan? No, I'm just saying, like, I. Did you hear that? Like, Joe I would rather <laughs> take on Joe Rogan than Conor McGregor or Khabib, or. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's got like a belt, right? Joe, Joe Rogan? Rogan. Yeah. No. No, I think oh, he just, oh, like well, martial art belts. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's definitely yeah. like up in that game. Yeah. Yeah. He's, but he's, uh, he does a lot of the UFC fights. He like announces them. So, like, yeah. that's like, yeah. I'm just saying. Everyone knows. Right. Yeah. I was just. And I'm just, I'm saying anyone in the UFC would take him out. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Probably. Well, yeah, because he's like, too busy for sure. focusing on his podcast now. Well, yeah, he would too. <laughs> and I definitely wouldn't get into the ring. With who? Our today's guest. Oh, that's so right. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. Definitely. He's just got such there's, a kind face. It would be so. There's hard no to... way I could take my fist to his face. Never. I've seen him on TikTok. There's no way. No. Yeah. Well, plus, like, I like it's he. You know, he's just the the height difference alone is gonna like he has uh, longer arms. He has. You know what I mean? I was just talking about him being like an amazingly nice. Human. Right. But I'm just yeah. He's the nicest guy in the world. I couldn't even imagine him coming at me. I would probably freeze. I don't know what I would do. You know what you I mean? You would have to make him very mad. Very, very, very. Oh, I would. Pro- Not to spoiler alert, but there is a human that he would fight. Right. Well, we'll let you guys get to listen to the episode. Yep. 
Yep. All right. Peace, y'all. Peace out, guys. Later. We have a very special guest. (laughs) Yeah. He is a gold of a human. Not silver, not bronze. His name is Jefferson Goldie. You've seen him on Kings, Why Me, Thanksgiving. Nothing, oh, nothing like Thanksgiving. I can't read. He's a huge TikTok extraordinaire. Entrepreneur, podcast host, comedian, improviser, man. Jefferson, thanks for coming on. What's up, man? I didn't know you had all that stuff. I forgot I did that stuff. Uh, yeah, we didn't even mention like the majority of like his like. Yeah, that was like stuff. a quarter of it. That was like yeah, that's like we barely scraped the surface. That's what this next hour and a half. Pretty much, yeah. Is. So yeah, like I said earlier, pre-recording, I'm excited to talk to you because I've never actually like. I know, right? Been any, yeah, been like I don't know what it is, but we've never actually been able to like talk and like have a conversation just about comedy and life. Life, pretty much. I agree. Like I feel like I've known you what a year now, right? Yeah, we we've, we've performed uh, more than a handful of shows together. Oh yeah, good shows. But you're right. We never like really sat down and like connected. I think this is it. That's why <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to pick your brain and also like I want to see where you're coming from. Um, because, yeah, I do want to do content together, especially the idea we'll talk about after recording. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm so growing up for me, whose line is it anyway, was like I would beg my mom to watch that all the time. She'd be like, it's almost bedtime. I'm like, screw you. Ryan yeah. Stiles <laughs> is on TV. I need to watch him. I'm curious about your childhood and how you where you found comedy and sure. like looking back, what, what made you just be like, I'm doing it. All right, real quick. Don't nobody get distracted. I'm going to grab a beer. I'm distracted. Should I keep talking? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Oh, yeah. just leaving us. All right. As yeah. Usual. Peace out, guys. This is great. <laughs> it started with me, honestly, with my family, man. I came from a huge Italian, Hungarian, gypsy, Greek family. So there's not a lot of people like me out there originally just because the shit that i've seen growing up is so bizarre to the other world so i took that and i started just you know having fun with it that's just how i grew up <clears throat> i went to um i never i went to nine different grammar schools Jeez. so like wow. meeting new people for me it just came naturally yeah. in life i had to make so many new friends every time i walked in that school holy hell and i think that gives people anxiety sometimes starting a new school but i looked forward to it. i'm like hell yeah i get to meet new friends so i always knew i was a little different than like your normal kid growing up you know but you- I mean, is that different? Like you say different, but is that only because you're so open and like approachable just to anybody that like comes your way? I do get that a lot. People will just stop me in the middle of the street or wherever I'm at and just like have conversation with me. And I love it. I, I guess I, you know, have a nice face. But the thing is, I'm really am an asshole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't? Who isn't? Like, I, I come off this nice, fluffy guy. You know, I'm, I'm pretty nice, I guess. But mm. you don't want to trust like, me. Man. But we met. Like level A, second city, was it last year? Like or two begin, years two, two ago, years ago? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, so two years ago, second city, we started there together, and then we were like, I just remember level. We were going into what level B, and you were like, yeah. "Sorry, man, I I, I made it. 
I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm big shit now. I, <laughs> man, it, it's funny how everything works out, though, because I remember as I was leaving, and we'll tell, we'll tell everybody why I left. Right. Um, I knew we were all going to hook up when I got back and start something. Like, right. I just felt it with you guys. Yeah. Well, and like I think you know, with Twisted Lime, and then also with In Sync, which we'll yep. talk more about. Um, uh, like that was great. You know, we were doing. It felt like between the two groups, like every <laughs> other every weekend, we, we had the stage like, a lot. We were performing, we were, man. We, we were like close. We were making money from yeah. it. We were like, I was like, wow, I this is really close to mm-hmm. what I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then like 2020 was like pandemic. Bro, we were leg- if you think about it now. I just feel so long ago for me, and we were living the dream, man. Right. It felt great. I I have a show count of, like, how many shows I've done, and I don't know how many months it was It was for. I, I should have, like, put, like, the timeline actually together, but it was, we're at, tw- or I'm, I'm personally at 21 shows, and I'm like, damn. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, man. Didn't see that coming. <clears throat> Improv is just such a thing. Like, going back to your first question, like, how did I grow up in comedy? I never... Saturday Night Live was my my jam mm-hmm. like growing up. Yours yours was um, whose line is that anyway? Yeah, and I never knew much about improv, and I grew up like a couple blocks away from Second City, and I always saw the sign. I'm like, oh, cool. Some of my favorite comedians went to this school. Is it really a school though? Like I didn't know. I didn't really. I just wanted to. I was focusing on music and baseball at the time. So like in like, the back we have of my that head, common baseball. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, cool. See, we get to know each other here, Mike. <laughs> but growing up, I remember I was, I was like seven, eight years old. I would say my prayers before bed. And this is the first time I'm sharing this. I don't know. It just popped in my head. And I was like, I hope I'm successful one day. And I would pray for this. And I was like, if I don't become a baseball player, I'll just become an actor. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'll just go do acting. Yeah. Which, like, it's it's simple. It's really not. Right, yeah. Like, you can just walk in and do it. Yeah. My seven-year-old brain was like, oh, yeah, this is great. I, like, could- I mean, I have very similar memories of me going, like, I hope I'm, like, famous. Because, like, I, I think because I grew up, like, with my mom, mainly my mom, watching Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Not that my dad didn't like it, but he was always just, like, it was just, like, me and my mom usually. Mm. And so, like, Saturday night, I was always up late as a kid, yep. and my parents, my mom would be like, we should watch this, you know? And it was, like, growing up, like, during, like, early 2000s, like, Will Ferrell, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, like, And I was like, this is awesome. I was like, like, I, I, you know, and I would see, like, my parents, and, like, laughing, and I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. I want to make people laugh, you know? Uh, <clears throat> and then I would see, like, Robin Williams and stuff, and every Robin Williams movie, he's, like, a doctor, he's a lawyer, he's a, and I was like, maybe I'll be a doctor, maybe I'll be see? a lawyer. Okay, I'm and I was ball. like, well, maybe I'll be an actor, and I could be all those doctor. things. Ooh, I like that. Because yeah. then I can, you know, like, just wear a bunch of hats, at least pretend to, you know what I mean? And Dude, be like, literally, I think it's the best job in the world. <laughs> You're getting paid to pretend. You right, know? Like, yeah. It's great. If you have passion behind it's, it too, it's great. It's it's so weird. It is. It's it is so weird. weird. It's like I want to pretend we're, forever. So so we were talking about this. <laughs> we were talking about this with Marianne. She was like, if any, pretty much if What's anybody. What's her last name? McLaughlin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Marianne McLaughlin was talking about how like pretty much everybody needs just more confidence. Like oh, it yeah. will literally help everybody. And it's so interesting with improv because if you, I was talking about this with her. I was like, if someone is a character and like they're really that character and they're confident in who they are and seeing that on stage at <clears throat> IO second city, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, the how? camera's recording. 
Oh, probably not. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> okay. Hang I on. didn't hit the power button. Did you? Okay, now we'll get that going now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but I was just like, damn. Like I, I was always a fan of somebody could, that could that were they they just didn't give a shit. They didn't give a shit what Thanks. other Absolutely. people were thinking. It was just all about who they wanted. Like that character to be. And uh, for me, um, that's huge, man. Like, we'll talk about my TikTok and all that stuff. But on there, my platform is like body confidence. You yeah. know, obviously, I'm a big dude, but like, I show people just because there's bullies out there. You, know, you, you just can't read that. Yeah, I read the hate comments. I get hate comments, but I literally, it does not bother me, man. And that's like, we'll talk about being confident because, like, I'm probably way more confident than I should be, you know? <laughs> it's No, so I, it's so interesting because I was literally thinking about that. I wasn't, I mean, I guess confident is like a good word for it, but I was looking at it more as, I was like, man, Jefferson fucking enjoys like being him. Like Jefferson thing, likes man. being Jefferson. Mm. If you see me how I am right now <clears throat> sitting down with you guys, this is how I am in my real life. This is how I am when I'm doing TV. And that's like, you the, mean... You mean you're the same person? I'm the same person, man. I come off the same way. I mean, sir, when the, the cameras are on, the lights are, you turn it up a little bit. I think that's natural. Right. But at the end of the day, I'm still, this is how I am, you know? Yeah. I, I like me. Well, and, like and, me. and I hear about a lot of people that you, like, well, like, just like through articles and stuff, like, uh, that, you know, some people you hear about can't turn it off. Like, they're just always on, you know, and they're always <clears> like. Yeah. Like, do you ever find that you can't like, like some days at least you're like my, my wife, uh, will attest to this. She's like, nothing ever gets me angry. Like, I don't, I guys, I legit do not give a shit about the small things in life. Like if I'm coming home from work and there's traffic and I get a flat tire, that sucks for the time being, but I'm not going to bring that shit home when I walk in. Right. You know, that's my safe place. I want to be. God damn, I need that. Wow. It's it's hard. It's hard to get there. My there's a lot of people. So like I'm very lucky that I can but do that. I can like I'll acknowledge it. I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm this mad over this. I'm like, yeah. I'm, what am I doing? That's good. Yeah. Anyway, I can at least do that, but it's <clears throat> it's hard to not just let it affect you a little bit. And there's there's a deeper meaning behind the way I feel. If we can get into it if you guys want. I don't want to bring yeah. down the podcast a little bit, no. but it, there's, no, there's a reason. No, this is untied, man. You just you let loose. Yeah. It's wherever it takes us. Well, okay. Well, it started actually when I was 13 years old. You want to lay down on the couch? <laughs> yeah, right. do, do you need a tissue? I might. Um, do we need a tissue? Like, no, I, I had I had lung cancer oh, when I was shit. 13 years old, right? <clears throat> Hence why I don't smoke. You know, I don't right. do anything like that. I have a tattoo of, yeah. We're monsters. We just shoved the pipe down his fucking mouth. I feel awful. It's for headaches. <laughs> yeah, that was strictly medicinal. It is medicine. Yes, um, but I can never smoke when I, you know, when I was 13, which is fine. I was out of school for uh, six months. I had to be held back. And like, I I had, I had legit lung cancer. It was crazy. Like, how the hell did I get lung cancer, man? My mom saw like a little bulge on the back of my neck and she's like, we should go get that checked out. And I'm like, OK, sure, let's go. So we go there and everything's fine with my neck. It's just how I was born. But in the process, they actually found the cancer. Cause I do like a whole CAT scan and everything. So if I didn't go get that checked out, who knows what would have happened? Holy shit. Yeah, you know, that's... so they took out 20% of my my lung, my right lung. And uh, ever since then, I'm like, even as a young kid, I always knew I'm not going to sweat the little shit because I have another chance at life. You know, I was so grateful. Right. Even as a 13-year-old to, like, comprehend that, it was crazy. To wow. Me. So, like, that's why I am who I am today, basically. That's, that's... I don't talk about it a lot either. 
But like, I'm glad we got the exclusive story. <clears throat> but I mean, I that's like that's that's, that's, awesome. that's that's an insane story. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. But I also yeah. think like it, it kind of goes for everybody. It's if you find you find out a lot from a person about their childhood, and oh, yeah. it's 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 the I mean, important years. <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of crazy. It is eventually like we look back on it and we grasp things to like oh shit that did happen to me yeah. maybe that's how maybe that's why i feel this way or that way and shit I like agree. that and i don't know how old you guys are like i'm in my Just higher 30s 25. okay so i got a couple years on you guys three years left but growing Sorry. up yeah. like in the 90s like i was born in the 80s but i grew up in the 90s early 2000s i'm jealous <laughs> it was yeah. a great time shit. it was amazing but like the stuff that's going on in the world today what we would never that's why i don't care about the little shit like nothing offends me there's so many people that get offended so easily i don't think i've ever been offended in my life i don't know try to offend me guys like <laughs> throw something my way call me fat oh okay <laughs> i yeah no but I, I i agree with that like it takes a lot to really just like get under my skin like you know what i mean like you have to actively be trying and i feel like but i, I feel like that comes with just being in comedy in it's a, a different a mindset right like yeah because you're like well okay like because i i mean like there'll be people that'll make jokes about certain topics that i'm like okay i wouldn't have done that sure but like i liked your creative take on it like even if it wasn't if i didn't find it funny i can i'm always like willing to compliment it more than like degrade it because <laughs> i feel like i mean all comedy is it's a perspective it's all perspective it's how you see it from your point of view what you definitely you know what i mean like i forgot i forgot who said it i want to say it was tom segura or mm-hmm. it was some stand-up um but he was like you don't see comedians or i guess like in his world you don't see comedians bashing other comedians for like making a joke a dirt, or dirty joke. yeah attempting to go to a certain area Push where like in everyday conversation you probably wouldn't just go there but it's well that would be because, like but but it's because the like comedians just understand it's like oh like you're exactly. you're going for something well and i, I think and i'll you let can, you know if it worked or not and yeah, i think you true. can relate it to like the fact like you wouldn't criticize like the people that walked on the moon first you know what i mean like they'd <clears throat> tried it and they did it is like you're not gonna be mad about that you're like okay they opened the door to comedy in a different area that we didn't see before for me dude honestly you can get away with so much in comedy like oh yeah i don't care i like the great michael scott once said there's only five things that you can't joke about and i don't remember all of them but i know one of them was I can't think right now. Michael, help me out. I know you're an office fan. So, oh, there he has Shout office out. right there. Shout out, Michael Scott. Second um, City alum. I think, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, we literally just talked about this. The Office is the greatest show ever made. 100%. And it's and not, not, there's like, not it's, debatable. I think it's Seinfeld is in the conversation for me personally because I, like, research on how it was written and all that crap, but I did that with The Office, too. And that's what going back to like improv and comedy <clears throat> so i had whose line is that anyway and then pretty much like late childhood was like sports and then early high school sports yeah. and then i went and saw a show the second city and i was like who the hell wouldn't want to do that i was See? like that yeah. looks so fun i don't know how they're doing it but i'm interested so and i was in the air force at the time so i was like i'm getting out i'm gonna go to chicago and oh, where, where are you from originally? Go, go to the second city peoria 
Oh, okay. So you're still. So yeah, I know Illinois. My brother was here. My family, or yeah, my family's nearby. So it's like I'm going to Chicago and I want to do improv. But then it was so weird coming from four years of military and like you have to have like a resting bitch face on your face all the time and crap like that. And then yeah, go into like improv. I was looking forward to like the differences. It's night and day, isn't it? It's pretty weird. (laughs) I would imagine. It's, it's pretty. And I, I like, I, the people I've met have been fucking incredible, obviously. So sure. But it's, it's just so different worlds from the military world to. I can only imagine because I mean, you think about it, like, Improv people are like... I was going somewhere with that in a question, and I totally just forgot it. <laughs> I, uh... But the <clears throat> improv people, and, like, sketch comedy people, too, I feel like they're similar breeds, but they're a different breed than anyone else. In general. And, like, I life, feel yeah. like being... Like, when I was, like, at Second City, like, it's contagious. It's so contagious. Like, you start to become like that. You know what I mean? Like, that mentality. They rewire your brain pretty much. <clears throat> I, I was like I was like a little kid walking in there for improv class. I oh was yeah, like, let's do it. That's amazing. I, it's such a cool. I think anybody with a creative side of their mind, you know, should try out at least once in their life. Yeah. I think everybody, like a therapist. I think everybody should have a therapist. I think everybody should do level A improv. Oh yeah, hundred percent, man. Yeah, get a therapist Without and an improv class. <clears throat> like Mondays, there you go. therapist <laughs> thing. Tuesday, improv class. Maybe like crochet or something on Wednesday. Who knows? <laughs> Just learn a new skill. <laughs> the thing for me, though, like, I think I was always doing improv even when I didn't know what improv was. Like, just growing up, I would always just do stupid random mm-hmm. jokes and just talk in an accent for no reason when I'm paying my phone bill. You know, like, <laughs> and that's improv. Like, I didn't know yeah. I was doing it. So, like, right. that's when I got there, I'm like, oh, I've been doing this. True. Much my I, life. my favorite thing to do was make my brother and his friends laugh. See? That was. Uh, that's all I needed. And I was like, that was a good day if I did something. And it was a lot of it. I would just lip sing in the car or actually sing in the car and do whatever weird movements. But yeah, I think like that was like my first crowd. Nice. Man. <clears throat> See, I, I kind of lucked out because we had a, like a big high school and a nice like big is an understatement. For, it is. It was, what was like 5,000 kids. Uh, now it's probably like at least a thousand kids per grade. But like we were, Dang. when I was there, it was like 750 in my graduating class. How many kids went to your high school? Like how many did you graduate with? Uh, there was about like uh, 600. Where, and it was from Chicago, from yeah. Chicago, right? Chicago. I went to, to a high school in Chicago? local CPS high school called Amundsen. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, north side Chicago. Wow. Yep. I, um... But yeah, we had a whole facility for improv and stuff. Like we were That's doing, cool, man. like See, it was I a wish class. Yeah. I wish day. we had that. Yeah. And so they were teaching us, and like her, uh, the teacher's husband had gone to Second City, so he was bringing like stuff that he had learned, and he was like teaching us games and how to That's do it. Great. And then we would put on like that was the whole first year. Yeah, and then you second get a taste year, of that. You're like, yeah, I want to do this for real. Second, you can, and then, then you go into like the advanced class and that's like the second, third and fourth year and you're putting on live shows and you're marketing those that's shows. Awesome, so man. when I got to Second City, what? I was like, I think I can do this because yeah. I did it. We were like packing LGI <clears throat> rooms and stuff like, and then we had a black box theater at like towards the end of it. Yeah. And we had packed that Screw you. I know. It, well, so in 2015, 20, 2014, 2015, they built and added on and like rebuilt the school. They like got it all commissioned. What's the name of the high school? Like, Did you go like Lake a, Central. Lake Central, yeah, it's huge. It looks like a college. They have a turf football field. Yeah, it's, like, um, it's all I need to know. 
Yeah. Um, anyways, so. Yeah, so I was kind of, I lucked, lucked out doing that. But That's great. But I think going to Second City, and like, again, going back to what you said about having that familiar face, like, mm-hmm. I was drawn to you in my first day. Like, we started talking immediately. We were doing scenes together. Yeah, like, we were. I was like, I know I need to be in scenes with this guy, because like. Like he yeah, just, we like could like there was something there, and yeah. I was like, yeah. But you so. were doing shit before Second City, right? I was. And how? Like how? Like tell me about those like the gigs that you got yeah. and how you actually got them. So I was first of all, I was always doing music my okay. entire life. Like my bands, we were about to get signed to major record labels. I was on tour with a couple other bands. What kind of music did you make? Uh, what my I had one band that was a pop punk band. Okay. One of them, uh, Trainwreck Symphony, was more R and B rock. Uh, and then the other ones right now is just like cover band shit. But I'm talking about Trainwreck Symphony, where we were supposed to get signed to like a huge label. And me and the bass player were like, yo, at a certain age, if we're not there, I got to go and branch, do something else. But we'll always be together. Gotcha. So that's how that started. I was always busy with music. That was my number one thing after I didn't go for baseball. And we could talk about that a little bit more. Um but I told myself, you know, I'm going to start doing, giving this acting a little bit more serious. Because you can only get account like on yourself for acting. It's just you. Right. Right. When I was in a ma- the band, I'm counting on four other dudes, you know? So, like, if nothing happens, sometimes it's on him. But if I fail at this, it's my fault. Right. So, at a certain age, I was like, you know, I'm going to start. I went to a, a school called Illinois Center for Broadcasting. I went for TV and radio. And I would always find myself not interested in editing anything or behind the scenes. I always wanted to be in front of the camera. I always wanted to be the one interviewing people mm. or doing radio stuff. So I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do. So originally I went to school for radio. Um, but then three years later, I found out I was going to be on TV. So I never even done radio, which is. He's <laughs> just brushed over. It's just like, like, I, I guess, know. I mean, I, you know, podcast here and there. I had a like a radio, a rock station, like an internet one back in the day, like 10 years ago. So when you figured out like the TV stuff, like how did you actually like, like get those gigs? Yeah. Like, did you go to like, when did you go to an agent eventually? Cause I'm, I'm guessing you had to have. No. no, everything I've ever done on TV has been without an agent. So a lot of people have this perspective, you know, where like, Oh, you need this, uh, you need an agent to, you know, get, of course you do. Currently, I have an agent right now, but anything I've ever done before this, I've never used the agent. Um, self tapes uh, actually found me. Like I was a host for Channel Twenty Six to U WCIU for two years, and that's how this all kind of really started. Once you get your foot in the door somewhere else. Oh, so you were literally on TV? Yeah, I, I hosted a show. Okay. It's called Tonight on the U. If you were ever uh, laying down, or it was from five p.m. to midnight. So it's late night TV. I was on the whole time. It was great. Uh, but if you ever watch Seinfeld, Family Guy, How I Met Your Mother, in between those commercials, I'd be the guy that popped up on your screen. You'd be like, hey, coming up in this episode, don't go anywhere because George Costanza's an idiot. You know, that's what I was doing for a while. Wow. Yeah. It was cool, man. It was great. Yeah, and, that's uh, awesome. Well, everything that... else kind of just like happened after that. Well, and did <clears throat> is that pre or post- Japanese cooking show or uh, pre pre it was a cooking show right uh the Japan one yeah the Japan one was uh it was a documentary about um Americans being too fat okay (laughs) all right yeah but like that was one of the things you did over there that was that was pre so you you were on the I was on the U first okay 
think. Yeah, I got to check. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, one of them. Either way, you did both of them. Yes, and that was great, man. The time in Japan, best water experience. Well, I, I know um, that, you know, you and I have talked about that before, but that is just such an, like, I mean, I kind of want to hear you talk about it again a little bit. Just oh, yeah. with uh, <clears throat> just your experience there. And I think you had a good story about How long were you there? The I was there three wallet. months. The, yeah. Two months. I was there for 60 days. And, okay, for the people listening, the show is called Diet Japan. <clears throat> and they're, uh, they're bringing four Americans to Japan and making them have a, a Japanese uh, cuisine diet to see how much weight you can lose on Japanese food compared to American food. Wow. So I'm like, sign me up and you're going to pay me. You're going to fly me out first class, you know, 18 hour plane ride to Japan. I'm in and I get 60 days to myself. But yeah, it was a lot harder, though. I will say this. <clears throat> but I ended up losing like 66 pounds in two months. Right. Which is which is great. Yeah. But once I got back home, you know, American food, uh-huh. I put on, you know, most of the weight back. Um, but currently the whole, like I've lost over 200 pounds. Right. Yeah. You know, I, you're still like, like I'm still kicking ass slowing on your down. Yeah. journey, dude. Holy shit. My heaviest, I was 550 pounds, man. Wow. It's crazy. But I, the thing is, anytime I went to the doctor, he would always tell me the same thing. He's like, you're the healthiest fat guy I've ever seen. So, like, there was nothing for me to lose weight besides me being comfortable and fitting in jeans. Other than that, because I love fucking food, you know? Like, <laughs> who, why, who doesn't, man? Yeah. And the guy always telling me I'm, he- I'm healthy. And a lot of people have that other, they think just because you're fat, you're unhealthy. It's, it couldn't be further from the truth. And I'm not advocating for that either. I'm just saying, like, I am a healthy fat guy. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> you're like i have a card like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like but it, that's awesome dude that's like um i just like i mean the whole like japan thing alone like i would definitely like you said like paid to do this be on tv right. and you're eating japanese cuisine like i have never run to a place where i hated japanese yeah, apparently i'm famous in japan oh really it's, it's their number one show when it's on and oh Japan's okay huge so yeah, I get a lot of uh, messages from Japanese people. I don't know <laughs> what they're saying, but you know, I try to translate it. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> but awesome. I, I do have a story. We were talking. Yeah, about. the the wallet. Yes. One? Yeah, I was. Uh, we were in Tokyo, visiting uh, just like an eel place. I never had eel in my life. Delicious the Japanese, best. all fish, by the way. Like they just know how it's done for some reason. I I've never like been fish. there, but like every place I've ever been, I'm like. Right. So anyway, we're there our first week, and we go to Tokyo. And I had my bag on me. I had my wallet, my passport, everything on there. And I ended up losing my wallet. Okay. And I had, uh, I think, like four grand in there. You know, my passport. I'm freaking out. And this is the first week I'm there. So I'm like, I'm not going to have any money. How am I getting back home? I've never lost a passport, you know, in a different country. I'm freaking out. So the translator that was with me, they're like, oh, you know, don't worry. We'll come back on Monday to see if we can find it. This was on a Friday. I'm like, what are you going to do for the weekend? Like, first of all, my wallet's gone. Like, what are you talking about? We're going to come try to find in Tokyo. This is the (laughs) biggest city in Japan. So like, okay. So we go, we wait two days. We go to Monday and we go to like a local little police station. And she talks to the cop and they're like, yeah, I'm looking for a wallet. And they had my wallet, which was crazy. I'm like, you guys have my wallet. And literally everything was still in there. All my money, my password was fine. And then there was a little note inside of it that said, uh, no need to reach out and say thanks. Just want to help out a foreigner. And I'm like, whoa, holy shit. Are you 
Japan. I want to live here. Like, dude, come on. If you like, lose that a shit wouldn't happen in done. Chicago. No, not at all. Uh, of course. That shit did happen in Chicago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, How long well, does it take to get a credit card? Uh, it's, I mean, it happened to me. My, okay, my experience wasn't good. I'm telling a story about a good experience. Um, my buddy's um, wife, uh, they came here for a day. They were driving through or something. And long story short, she forgot her purse in the Uber, which had like her car keys, um, house keys, wallet, obviously like stuff, everything like that. Everything she needed. It sounds yeah, it's like. Purse. Yeah. So, and they live in Colorado. Yeah. So, can't find it anywhere. Um, life goes on a month and a half later, it was shipped to her house and it like, just like left the, or it was like a letter from whoever. And so like, are you saying there's Japanese people that live here? <laughs> there's, <laughs> there are Japanese people in Chicago. They're like, hi, we're yeah. Japanese yeah. and we figured we would give you this purse. But yeah, my experience was awful. I lost my debit card and credit card and my shout out my credit card company that took 97 days to send me a credit card. What? <laughs> Which bank do you have? And then you have my TCF? And then my debit card, my debit card got sent to me. I got it. It was working great. And then someone, oh, my old gym paid, or like somehow got my credit card information and charged me. So then I had to cancel that credit card. So I was going like a month without yes. any source of payments. Dude. <laughs> so I had... I had on Grubhub, I was connected through Venmo. So that's pretty much what I did for the whole month. <laughs> Shit. It's terrible. Um, oh, yeah. All right. I, my credit card information gets, while we're on the topic of credit cards, I, my credit card information gets hacked every three months. I have to call my bank and oh, I told that them. That sounds like your problem. Yeah, that I think like I just put my credit card. But here's the thing I put my credit card in everywhere. I'm like terrible. And then I like, um, and then I'll literally just be like, uh, yeah, I call and I'm like, yeah, there's crazy charges on there. Like, I literally don't know where those are from. Like, and genuinely, I don't. Like, they just show up. And I'm like, like one time it was like Victoria's Secret. I was like, I've not been in a Victoria's sure. Secret. But yeah, I'm just buying women's underwear and <laughs> prancing around my apartment. Check out our OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but, and the guy, I was, the guy was like, I'm so sorry this is happening. Oh, my God. And I was like. It happens every three months. It's fine. And he's like, every three months? Like, I'm on the phone oh, with wow. the Chase guy, and he's like, that's insane. And I'm like, yeah, it's your bank. You guys are the yeah. ones letting this shit happen. You, bro. <laughs> um, I want to I wanna switch gears back to what we were talking about, which is food. And yeah. so, yeah, you were on Worst Cooks in America. And A, I'm curious about getting onto that, because I think you have to do an at-home like video proving mm -hmm. it. B... Um, how cool is Alton Brown? Because he's probably on my like 10 list of people that I'd really want to get a beer with. Man, you're not going to like the answer I have to give what? you. What? Yeah. Come on. No. He's not that cool. He, he's okay. He's exactly how he is off screen. You know how he is on TV. Um, he's just, he's, he's, he's arrogant, but he has every right to be because he's, he's the smartest guy I ever met. You know, he's so funny and witty and charming. He really is. Um, but I th I think just for me, he had it out for me personally. And like he's like, I'm going to pick on this. Hey, guy. I'm going to pick on this guy. Like he sent me home for having burnt a little bit of a chicken wing. I saw that episode. And the, the person that I was up against served him raw chicken. Now, where I come Wait, from. Really? Right. Rotten. What are you going to have? More frowned upon than a burnt wing. Yeah, you can die. Yeah, you can literally Some die from like, raw chicken. 
You can power through a fucking burnt wing. (laughs) And I I have a podcast about this. It's called Burnt, okay? Cheap plug. And (laughs) I haven't talked about my episode yet where I have a lot to say about Alton, so I can't give you all the gossip, but I will say... This is a good teaser. It's a teaser, but definitely he... um, Yeah, he had it out for me, man. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. Um, People that want to check out Burnt... And then also shit on Alton Brown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's wherever you listen to your podcast, man. I just get it's everywhere. Awesome. Yeah. Burnt. Worst so cooks in America. Follow that also Thank after you. this podcast. Um, so getting on to the show. Yeah, let's talk about that. It was. Uh, How'd you find it? And so I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna say I don't watch a lot of TV because I do. But whenever I'm not busy, I'll watch TV. And my wife and I. That's one of our shows we would watch. You know, just kind of like guilty pleasure show. And. She would always joke about it. Like, you should really get on that show. I'm like, why? You're a chef. My wife is a chef, okay? Number one reason I do not have to cook. Like, why am I cooking? Like, does it make sense? Sure, I'll try and, you know, get in her pants that night or something. It usually doesn't happen. Um, but I made SpaghettiOs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> chef boy RD. <laughs> but, so I never really had to cook. So she was like, you know, you should try out for the show. And then I was on the internet one day and I saw like an ad for Worst Cooks. And I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll audition. I send in all the, you know, requirements. It was a huge, it was a three to four month process though. Wow. Like I had to send in an audition tape of me cooking, uh, like how I can or cannot cook. And it's it was legit. Like I really had no idea what I was doing. I cooked a lasagna, hamburger, cheeseburger with fries do you think do you think they're able like the people picking out the show for whatever do you think they're able to decipher whether this person's bullshitting me and they have an idea behind like what to do in the kitchen? i would hope because so. i'm sure they get those types of videos sure right you would hope so and legit everybody on my season were the terrible. yeah we were all terrible for sure but at the end of the day, they're also, it's a TV show, so they're looking right. for people that have personalities and can, you know, have, right. you know, entertain. So they're also looking for that. But there were sometimes, like, these people bringing up their food, they looked amazing. Like, how, you're a ro- how, this, you're a chef, get off mm-hmm. the show, you know? <laughs> so there's a lot of conspiracy theories in the worst, in the worst cooks, uh, you know, world. I believe it. Definitely. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, like, this person won worst cooks, so she's pretending I saw, she's actually a chef. I want to say it was like season one. The chick was blind, and she won because her palate. That's Master Chef. Her oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you're right you're right you're right. Yeah. It's not worse cooks. It yeah, is Master she Chef. Won. She won, and she was blind, and I actually think it was a Japanese woman. Yeah. I, um, but because her palate was just so insanely on par with whatever that like yeah. helped her win. Like she's yeah, fucking blind crazy. in the kitchen and making stuff I could never make in my life. Well, ever. yeah, think about it. You, you're missing your eyes. Your senses around it make up for it. You know what I mean? So she's probably got heightened smell. She can figure yeah. out where the basil is, where the cilantro is. She's like tasting stuff. That makes sense, though. That amazes me. Like, yeah, you don't your, need to your see senses to are heightened if you lose one of her. Right, yeah. yeah. And sure. smell and taste are the biggest when it's cooking. You don't need to see that shit. Uh, Would you guys <laughs> rather be deaf or blind? If you, I mean, if there was, if it came down to it, deaf. Really? I think so too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. 100%. I would rather see what's going on. Than I have a hear. real fear of yeah. going blind. Like if I go blind, it's that yeah, just it's sounds done. horrendous. It's like I you're just, living in dark. I, I yeah. love Can't. music though. I so that's a that's a big I. thing. Is like I would be like, uh, 
but I could also watch movies with subtitles. And Let's I already see. do that because I'm usually high. I do that too. And <laughs> I can't understand question. fully what they're saying. I'm like, oh, what was that? The reason but, I asked, I just watched a movie called The Sound of Metal, where he's this dude's a drummer, and he loses his hearing. Like, after they just, like, go on this huge tour. So he's freaking out, and he's, like, trying to get implants because he still wants to be a drummer. It's a good wow. movie. I think there's going to be some Oscar buzz about it. It's, uh, silent, silent, uh, Sound of Metal. Wow. Check Sound it out. That'd be insane. Yeah. Yeah. It um, I'm. We were talk We were kind of talking about this yesterday. Um because she was like, well, audience, are you going for and crap like that? And mm-hmm. pretty much the stuff I've read about is like choosing your audience is you're not going to know your audience until you eventually figure out your audience. I feel like you obviously know your audience because you have a legitimate audience because on TikTok you have over, it's easily over 100,000. I know that. I, mm-hmm. I don't know the exact number of followers you have. Um, but do you know your audience? And like, when did you actually start to figure it out? Yeah, man. Uh, so... I would post videos. This is pre-Second City, pre-TV, anything. I would always do comedy sketches. Like, again, Saturday Night Live was my jam. I would always try to be re- just be creative with my friends. I remember making silly home videos when I was 12, 13 years old, you know. So I always knew I wanted to do stuff like that. Um, but there was... I would always post videos on Facebook back in the day, like before TikTok and Instagram, just, you know, getting a lot of people to share and just making people's laugh. And I would get messages all the time, man, you made my day today, thank you. And I used to, I was like, oh, thank you, this is great. This is a good feeling. I never felt like this before. So I, w- I would post on Facebook was my majority. Right now, Facebook is dying. And I think everybody uh, can agree with that, that it makes content. Like TikTok is definitely the number one place where I post. Yeah, and I had like, yeah, definitely over a quarter of a million people that follow me on there. It's crazy. I'm glad you brought that up because I was literally about to be like, well, yeah, your Facebook following is big, but your TikTok following is like just blowing up as of recently because I mean, TikTok's coming on and you're also big in Japan. So like, (laughs) I feel like TikTok's huge in Asian culture. Yeah, that's where TikTok started actually in Japan. Yeah, so I was like. I was trying to download it while I was in Japan. Oh, really? I remember before TikTok was even here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I didn't know that you made your own videos just uh, beforehand because. Oh, yeah. So in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, uh, my buddies and I, we would make videos and we were called Wet Corn 7. And then we moved our name to Failed Productions because it's like when all those fail videos would come oh, out yeah. or something for sure um, the prank video yeah so we were like we were like screw will be fail productions one and i'm so mad that i did this and i know everybody involved is too but i was so embarrassed and worried about what people were going to think about me at my new high school that i went on a youtube and deleted like the entire page oh, and like shoot. we we were, we didn't make any videos as of recent at, like it was probably like a year or plus since we made a video and i was just like well just i want to I don't want people to be able to find these on me, so I'm going to delete them all. And I'm so mad that I did because some of them were pretty funny. And one of them was, have you guys seen the annoying video where there's it's bunk beds? There's a top bunk dude on the it's top bunk. It's one of my favorite all-time videos. Yeah, okay. So me and my buddy were at my lake house, Sam Thomas, shout out. Uh, we were at my lake house, and we were recreating the video. And I was like, I was on the top bunk, and I was leaning over yelling at him. Yeah. And I literally fall off the bed. 
Like, obviously, I don't mean to. I fall off and I hit the ground on my freaking head. He's crying, laughing. I'm crying, (laughs) laughing. I get up to, like, turn the camera off. My mom comes barging through the door like, what just happened? Because it was bedtime at the lake house and we were just a couple of kids. And it was just like, it was a complete accident, obviously, because I didn't want to fall off the top bunk. That's the best. But I'm... I'm so mad at Is myself. Is it out there? No, it's deleted. Oh, like, it's gone. There's a video. It's, I mean, if I knew someone at YouTube that worked there, I'd You'd be like, be like hey, you, I, know, I know you have the power. Restore that Find shit. Find it. There, yeah. It's so weird. It's in the archives. Yeah, I was just, I was on TikTok earlier, and you find a lot about, you, there's so many things I've bought off of TikTok, or they showed me, or tried, like, a recipe, but I was on it yesterday, and they were talking about restoring pages, like, from MySpace and YouTube. Oh, my God, So MySpace. I might have to give you that link. MySpace, yeah, the top awesome. friends. I have this video that's probably still out there. I think it's like either on my mom's or my neighbor's YouTube channel, and it's literally me at like eight or ten years old doing the cinnamon challenge. Like, oh yeah, oh, like I did that with some friends. But like, it's on YouTube, and there's eight, eight year old me just or being ten like, years oh, old, eight to ten, yeah. And my mom's Shit. like, oh, they're gonna think I'm a terrible parent, and I'm like. <laughs> Well, you, technically, you didn't like you weren't like let's do this. I mean, the neighbor was like the neighbor was <laughs> insane. Like, he's holding the camera. You can hear him laughing while I'm like, <laughs> I keep forgetting how young you are. Yeah, because I was like, I did a cinnamon challenge like what, like eight years ago, and I was like, in my twenties. That's about when, yeah. Oh man, I don't I don't get that from you though. I don't get that young get away from me vibe. You know, right, right. That's Thank good, you. I guess. I do. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. You get it. Yeah, yeah, but. Like, I just talking to you, I know you're younger than me. Right. Right. Is but I also know you, I guess. No? <laughs> no? Did you guys do the blo- the game in improv where it was like, don't speak, but line up in age order? No, I don't think I did. That was an interesting game we did. And I was, yeah, I was the So you're kind of just, so just judging everybody by, you know, their bags under the eyes. So we did that, and we also did, it was, this one was very interesting in level A. It was, don't speak. Line up and who you think makes the most money. Oh, uh, that's from, like, a good one. That least one, to yeah. most. And it was very interesting Shit. to see people like bounce around. Yeah. And I, I, I was just out of the military. I literally didn't have a job, so I just went to the end. Yeah. So it was easy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I literally was like, well, you know, like I'm probably not making more than these guys. These guys look, you know, older than me. And like, but this guy's been on TV. Like, (laughs) checks are nice. (laughs) He shall who not be named because we might use him for a segment. Right. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. He was not happy with that game. But we no. can we can we we'll, can we'll talk, talk about, about that afterwards. We'll talk about you, it. You, you know, know the guy. You know the guy. Yeah. Okay, I know who you're talking about. But he's he's going to be a, he's a secret identity for the show. Oh. I don't want I don't because yeah, so oh, he's so interesting. We'll, we'll so talk about everyone else at some point, and then all you got to do is go to the Twisted Lime YouTube channel and figure out which one <laughs> we haven't talked about. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so what? So Jefferson, right now, yeah. what are what are you doing? What are you working on? Um, what do you? Where do you want to be in five years? Well, let's get. To, let's let him talk about what he's doing right now, and then. What are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, now, ten right years, now. five years, ten years, twenty years. Now, go for sure, man. Like I don't know, <laughs> five years, ten years. That question always like um, makes me think. You know, like I don't know. I'm not doing the right thing right now. 
but I, I, I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. Mm-hmm. Like, I had no idea that I was going to be big on TikTok, you know, five years ago. I have no idea what the next platform is going to come out. But I'm always 100% going to be creating. That's that's what it boils down to. But, like, right now, the only thing I'm really working on, like, and just everything is shut down because of this damn pandemic, you know? Right. I was talking. It takes all of us. Yeah, man. It's, it's I haven't done much. I've, I got one thing coming up in March. Um, can't share too much about it, but it's another um, big TV show. Nice. nice. Congratulations. Great. Yes, thank you. But right now, man, I'm just working on losing uh, weight, to be honest with you. That's that's my goal right now. You know what you need to do? Because it kicks my ass. You need a box. He, he, Bro! Get me to box, Holy too. shit, I, I, I liked you for a reason. Okay? Dude, I just got into it, and I... I want to uh, box someone so bad, I you have no idea. <laughs> I like, love it. <laughs> I, want, I really want to box someone, like... I I want to call out someone like on the internet and just start beef with them just so I can box. I want to box. So no one wants to box. Me, I'm. Man. We. I was just telling we him got about this. Um, I no. I literally do have two pairs of gloves. This I only have one hel- one helmet. It's it's not a helmet, yeah, but whatever. Headgear. Yeah, headgear. There we go. That's the word. Um, but no, I've been doing it for maybe. Oh, it's definitely over. Maybe two months now. Actually, really? a little it's over two your months. Ass? Dude, it's. It's and you're having it, fun. I'm it guessing. kicks my ass. I love it. And like the more I do it, I'm the more I'm like, yeah, I want to spar. I wanna, I wanna yeah, really man. fight somebody. And I know that will, that will help me lose weight too. But just it also, the, well, just even the fucking ducking. But, and but it stuff. also, and I didn't see you this coming. I mean? It's like giving me confidence. And I, I don't have confidence. I'm the biggest person to talk shit about myself or like point out something wrong with me. Yeah. And I've never really had confidence before, and it's weird. That's it's crazy. a weird feeling. That's awesome that you have that confidence. First of all, I th- I would think you have confidence. You're like the third best looking guy in this room right now. So, you know, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but since we're talking about boxing, I officially want to call out someone. That do it. Yeah, I do it. If I can. Yeah, I will, call him out. I'll send this to him. He's he's actually a big creator on YouTube. Breaking news. He used to have a uh, I mean, he still does it's called the Angry Grandpa Show. This is you've probably seen some of their videos. Nicest guy in the world. But his son is the person I have a problem with. His name is Michael Green. Michael Green. Kid behind a camera. You need to get your ass kicked. He is from uh, like South Carolina, North Carolina, one of the Carolinas, and he's my size, okay, but he cries about every little fucking thing that happens to him and it pisses me off. Fight him. And, and I, I just want to fight him. We're the same size, Michael Green. So if you're hearing this, I will fly out to you. I will donate $5,000 of my money to your charity oh. just to get these hands, boy. Do you hate charity, <laughs> Michael Green? I actually uh, like the guy a lot, though. <laughs> no, he's, he's he's probably a great guy. But, like, I think it would be great. If he turns down the fight, it's confirmed that he doesn't like charity. So. Yeah, I agree. I just think, like, yeah, if it's for charity, like, I would definitely get my ass we, kicked by No, we should just put together an event. <laughs> an event. I've been wanting to honestly put, put an event out. So, so fight. I've been trying to start this. an underground fight club for years. There's oh. one in Peoria. Is I just found one. Oh, That's how is. serious there I is. am about this boxing there shit is. right now. I was like, where can I go box? <laughs> the but I don't think anybody's going to get in a ring with me, dude. Like, look at me. Like, oh, you weigh three times more as me. Like, yeah, we'll find someone my size, and I don't want to fight them then. <laughs> right, right, right. Dude, we can find somebody. We can have, I'm, yeah. we can have a whole, we'll have a whole did, card. Did we'll you, put the, you uh, together a whole card. When, there was a guy on YouTube, this was years ago, but he called out Rogan, and Rogan made him tap out in his like jujitsu class or whatever. He showed up to his yeah, dojo, Joe, yeah, and Rogan's Joe Rogan was like, shit. he's like, you talk shit, and then the guy was like, yeah, he's like, 
fucking made the dude tap out yeah. and he was like all right see you guys later. so i shouldn't call out rogan to box no, i was gonna yeah. say don't call him out to box like or don't call him out to mma i don't know how he can boxing. i don't know if, how he's a boxer i've never i've never seen him box i, 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 I can know. only imagine he the dude's fucking i mean got, i wouldn't like, zero percent body fat i wouldn't fuck with him no not Joe rogan? No. no he's not that skinny no, he's built, man. Like, he's, he's but strong. he's no, but he's, he's zero percent body fat. He's got fucking like he's not zero percent body fat. No, he's not. But he's closer to zero percent body fat than me. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but he, he's been yeah, he, so zero. He does yeah, so zero. He does yeah, jujitsu and he does he's, like all he's the got, like arts. abs and fucking. He's jacked like every muscle. Well, he works out every day. Yeah. When you have when you have a successful podcast, you can afford you to do can, that. Oh, I don't have a successful podcast, and I work out every day. <laughs> right? Yeah, I also sleep in and smoke a lot of weed. So I don't know what you want from me, Michael. <laughs> I like break, sleep. Mike. <laughs> I feel like being well rested is the key to life. Oh, I good. think I think a good content idea is uh, weight loss competition between you and Joe. Me and Joe. Yeah. And I have to yell at you guys. Yeah, but it doesn't. I'm 20. I can put like it's. This is beer. It would be way harder for Joe. Beer. But no, it would be like a bet, a bet between you two. Like right. whoever wins, Joe has to do this, and then you have to do that, vice versa. Right, but I'm because just saying, you like, do have you, the once, advantage. But once you're over like 30, it's it's like it becomes more hard. Like, yeah, statistically, man. oh yeah, to like just drop body weight. Yeah, so I feel but like, that's not fair. like I'm like, stuck you, at the same weight. It, I would lose for like Dude, months now. Box. Okay. Box. Yes, let's do well, this. And I find like like I'll start like uh if I start doing like a new workout thing, like I'll shred weight and mm-hmm. then like it's almost like that muscle confusion stuff, you know what I mean? Like where you gotta like switch it up. Like I'll start with heavyweights, then go to lightweights, you know, and then I'll go back to heavyweights. If you're trying to lose weight, you should just do high reps all the time. But I'm just saying because like because it's the muscle you guys, confusion though, stuff. I fucking hate the gym working out. I loathe it like so much i'd rather do i'd rather cheat do anything rather than be in a gym but like so interesting boxing i think i would enjoy that why why do you hate the gym dude i don't know i just i don't feel like i'm just there in my own space and i always i like being around people i like my alone time too don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. but when i know i have to like actually do exercise and move it just puts me in a bad mood and i don't like being in a bad mood so, like, right. I don't work out. I hate it. But I've lost over 200 pounds <laughs> not working out, dude. Yeah. That's It's insane. crazy, right? I'm, like, I'm, in, I'm very I'm intrigued. a terrible spokesperson for weight loss. Like, <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> I. So, you, you don't. So, you don't work out. You lost the 200 out. pounds. So, yeah. it's all from, like, diet stuff? A lot of diet stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But is it is it, like, so, um, I didn't, like, want to talk about this. But I actually think in the comedy world, working out. And having muscles has done nothing but hurt me. Okay. Because people stereotype. Like, um, yeah, I want to get into this. We, is a good topic. We know the conver- or I know the conversation. I know the people, if they're listening, we had a conversation on, like, we were like, oh, so what'd you guys think of me, like, first day or whatever, whatever. And they said jokingly, but they're like, uh, like muscly douchebag, yeah. um, stuck up guy. They weren't wrong. Yeah. Which <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like it's it's just weird and i didn't think i would have like it feels like a disadvantage to be honest with you and i have actually thought i was like maybe i should work out less and like do comedy more mm-hmm. um but it's it's my go to if i don't go to the gym like i just feel off that day sure. it's a huge stress reliever too boxing isn't <laughs> that's the only thing i've done stress reliever i've had a uh, personal trainers before i hated every second of like i was look not looking forward to it it was terrible but like, i think boxing is you me. you 
find yeah find a but like i'm gonna piggyback what you were talking about like how you just got you know put in a box like how do you think were my boxes like i'm in the exact same situation as you see but i was so jealous because i was like damn like he like he is so happy with who he is all the time and i'm not saying i'm not or i hate myself or whatever but it's just i know people are gonna stereotype me because i have muscles Mm -hmm. yeah you definitely uh, you're you're like you're where i would love to be but like uh, I, right and no i i don't <laughs> like, even like this fuck. conversation because i hate talking about working out because but it's more to it it's more like if we're talking about acting like you're being placed in this like you know douchebag role yeah for me my agent now is just sending me out on funny fat guy roles like and there's not a lot you know there's, right you know i'd rather just be like a normal hey i can play any character but i'm always going to be like the fat friend right now until i do something about it so. Well, and like that's like the I mean the thing I always come into like people are like uh, like I'd be like walking because I did stage stuff forever you know yeah. like stage production so I'd walk in and be like I think I could like do the like lead part I think I could do it you know and like they'd be like well we kind of had you picked more for like a comedic relief kind of yeah yeah because like, I'm a chubbier guy with a beard and I'm like well in like high school and stuff I never had a beard so I was just a chubby guy. You know what I mean, like, come out, fucking rip my pants off, something. You know what I mean? Like, it was just always, like, they always put something in there. Like, for, I think there was one show I didn't, I, it was To Kill a Mockingbird. I didn't have to take off my pants. It was the only go. one. But that's I a pretty not. straight show. To, yeah, I know. I played the worst, but I was Bob Ewell. I was like, and I was okay, the racist though. bad guy. And I, I was like, okay, cool, thanks. <laughs> like, I was sick the day that they, like, because it was, like, a class thing. Yeah. And they, like, like everyone auditioned and then they were like Jackson's not here and they're like it's okay we'll make him the racist asshole and I was like (laughs) but the thing you gotta for me like own that shit like right Right. anything I do if I get that role I'm gonna be the best fat funny guy there is so I can keep getting him so yeah so like yeah so I mean that was like the hardest thing because that was like the most straight show I ever did and I was always just the funny guy yeah where i was like i can do that like i always do that but then well, i was like that one was the most probably challenging do you, do you have a role like that you ever did or like something you did that you felt challenging can I, oh yeah i want to be actor? honest like i've i've acted in a few like uh dramatic roles and mostly is comedy yeah. and i'll say this on record anytime it's harder to be funny on tv than dramatic right like anybody could just yeah you can pull that shit from real experiences like nothing's sitcom funny in real life Right, like it's unless you make it that way, like my brain. Like, what do you mean? I gotta be angry at something? I can, I could do that. Yeah, you know. But try to make me laugh. At, at the acting class we took, um, at Second City. I hope they're not watching because it wasn't good. Um, heard, but I, and ah, no, I'm just gonna stop there. Um, I just couldn't you just take pay three fifty to. I got it for free for oh. some reason. Um, but I just couldn't take it seriously. I would laugh whenever people got serious. I was like, I can't, See? I can't. And like, then they're like, they, she'd like start doing sad moments and I literally have to turn my head. I'm like, I can't, oh, I, I cannot take this lady seriously. I know what you mean, man. I'm like that too. Like, do not take me to a funeral. Like I'm terrible. Yeah. My, one of my close friends, uh, dad's passed away and this was about 10 years ago. And me and my friends are all grew up just goofy, like weird dudes, man. Trust me when I say that. So we're like, yo, we got to go in there one at a time because we're all standing next to each other. We're going to laugh. And that's what we did. We all went in there one at a time, pay respect. So we didn't laugh because just anytime it's a weird. But, but I mean, I like look at funerals, man. I think like people should be laughing. 
and like smiling, like, like I get like, it. It's not an like, awful. Ha, ha, this person no, has passed obviously away. not. Right, but you it's like holy respectful. shit. Do you remember that moment with him, like or her? Right, yeah. And I was like, yeah. He, I, I feel like, yeah. I mean, I don't want people crying at my funeral. I think about that a lot. I so think about it. I won't. In my culture, how I grew up, anytime someone passed away, it was a party. Yeah, you know, it's a, we look. That's we cool. look forward to it, but we look forward <laughs> right. to like we yeah. rented out a huge hall, life. yeah, and we would drink for two days straight, celebrating say, yeah. their lives, and yeah. uh, it's still to this day. It's so, I understand it more now than I did before as a kid. I was like, why are people celebrating? Like, what the hell's going on? Why is everybody so drunk and dancing? Right. But that's just how it is. In my that's culture. how I want. I want that's open bar. That's well, way better than everyone just being so sad. Right. But I mean, it also we do the sad. First, I get it. No, I get. Party. You have and to. And it depends. Part it depends. It. it depends. Obviously, who. Yeah. Who? That's too. true. And how, there's yeah. a huge because yeah. when you start talking about you know I don't want to get too dark here but when you start talking about people that are too young it's oh yeah that's different. It's so a whole new world. Afterwards, whole yeah, new world. You're not gonna do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Whole new world. Um, well, I don't want to talk about death. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Anymore. Uh, <laughs> um, but we are. I forgot. We were talking about. Um, Oh yeah, well, like what you're doing now. So there's something coming out in March. Yeah. Um, but so do you? Are you going? Like, do you? Does Jefferson want to be an actor? Does Jefferson want to be like an internet personality? Does Jefferson want to be an improviser, comedian, yeah. or is it just kind of? I want to do kind of all of it. So get like whatever is given to me, I'll take it. Absolutely, man. And like, I think for me, like. I, I do a lot of things. Like I have a lot of shit going on. Like I have my music. I still music. I still, I'm doing a podcasting now. I'm still acting. I'm still making TikToks. So sometimes at the end of the day, I don't feel like I'm giving it my hundred percent. Like if I was only focusing on one thing, but that's just how I've always been. So I'm always going to do these different things. My wife is like, why can't you just focus on one thing? I'm like, cause we're fucking different, babe. I love you, but you know, don't try to change me. Fuck you, but okay. You. Fuck you, but I love you. <laughs> And it's just so like, I don't know what I want to do. But at the end of the day, all I know is I want to make people laugh, mm -hmm. like whatever that realm is. If I'm, Have you thought about doing uh, like parody music or music with comedy? I've done a couple. They're out there somewhere. You yeah. know, um, I had a pretty good one yesterday. <laughs> No, we're not going to talk about You're it. You're never going to do that ever again. <laughs> but like I'm in a I'm in a band right now. Like um, we're doing themed villain were villains dressed up oh. as villains playing love songs so <laughs> we're trying to you know step outside the box a little bit I like so it. are you uh are you the singer i'm the bass player in this one all right yeah, i play drums in every other band this is my first time playing bass though oh, okay uh i begged and begged and begged and begged my mother to get me a drum set because of the school of rock I was oh, like, okay, yeah. I'm going to be that Jack kid. Black. He's one of my Freddie favorite Jones. actors in general. The, the drummer. Freddie yeah, Jones, blonde yeah. hair. I think he had blonde hair, blue eyes. The I looked the exact same as him. I would spike my hair sometimes. I was like, I'm going to be a drummer. I'm like, that's it. See ya. <laughs> I love it. Um, she buys me a drum set. I played it once. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it how sat in the garage for three years. Um, I think she bought it for around 400 bucks something. And my dad yeah. sold it for, I think, 50 <laughs> He's like, get this out of the garage. Get this out of here. I think I'm pissed at it. Just looking at it makes me angry. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but I think for me, man, it's just, I just want to, whatever I do, I want to be happy in it and content, you know, where I'm yeah. not like miserable, like, oh man, this is happening. And I can say it, like, I uh, tried out for conservatory after, before the pandemic and I got in, like, right? It was great. And I think we had 
two classes like in-person classes and then we switched to online and i absolutely hated it dude there's no way i don't know couldn't do it and everybody was so gung-ho about it on my team but i'm like i feel bad i'm like i'm sorry i cannot i i don't want to shit on anybody doing it online saying i don't either power to them but great listen i could not do it and that's There's what I'm no saying. Way. And I didn't even try because I knew I couldn't. Re- I, can't, I can barely do virtual online in high school. <laughs> yeah, it's a different like, world. I, you can't. There's just something about being funny when literally it's just you in a room and you're supposed to be this character or whatever the circumstances. Yeah, weird. Well, weird. Like, that's kind of why we are doing the podcast. Yes. You know, that's that's the biggest thing. Is we're, we're not like, waiting for shit to open up. We can't do <laughs> it. There you go, man. Yeah. We can't do it. And we'd love idea. to interview, you know, like you, like our friends from our improv mm-hmm. groups and stuff and like instructors and just, we love hearing about like we have, what people do with their lives. We're trying to incorporate know? ways to bring uh, improv to podcast content sketch world yeah um, so like we have a couple of ideas that we'll talk about after yeah we'll this. talk about after this. um but i like i want there's there's no there's no spotlight for improvisers uh, there's the, nothing out there, there right there's now. there's nothing Literally, so that's why i'm trying sad. to think of a platform because i we know so many good ones i miss um, being on that stage too man I definitely do. I miss being on stage in general. Like, I'm always doing something, you know? Yeah, there's like... It's been hard for me these def- past couple months. Yeah, it feels like there's something missing, you know? Like, when you... Like, I, like I will watch some of these, like, improv shows. And we, we saw a clip of it yesterday. And we were like... Ah, like that silence, yeah. like the silence while you're oh, waiting for the suggestions yeah, yeah. to roll in in the chat. I'm like, the energy is what you feed off mm-hmm. of. Oh yeah, dude. Like the shouting, I'm out. Shout out, everyone. Shout out something, you know. Like Inter- interacting with the audience, like asking my. One of my favorite parts was just getting the suggestion from the audience. That's one of my favorite parts, too. It's fun. Because I, I love talking to the audience. And then when you were the weatherman out in the audience or whatever. That was, was fun. Yeah, that, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I, th- I feel like that's, I feel that's like, on YouTube. I feel like people, like some of the people that we've done improv with, are a little scared to really get into the audience. But like, looking back at like the shows I would go to, and people would be from the stage running around in the audience. Yeah. Some of those were my favorite. Yeah, that's what I. That's why I was like, well, how can I make this? So then when we did started thinking about the in the field reporter thing, I yeah. was like, I'm gonna walk across <laughs> all the that chairs. Great. Yeah, and then well, and then I kind of got carried away because I was there's this girl next to me. I you sat did. down to, and she was just like, "Do you want this beer?" And I was like, "Pre-COVID, like, yeah." <laughs> I'm like, oh, "Yeah." Like, so post-COVID, like, you wouldn't take it? I'd still probably take it. It's, me, it's alcohol. It's sterilizing. Let me itself. ask you guys a question. So for me, I can be a bit of an extrovert, you know, and introvert sometimes. You mm-hmm. know, I think everybody can, but. I don't think people that are introverts will say, yeah, I'm also extrovert, you know, it's just my opinion. So like for me, performing on stages every weekend and just doing stuff with music and going out to events, it's starting to hit me now. Like what were eight months into this shit? Nine. Nine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now at the first four months, five months, like, okay, it sucks. But like right now, if you're an extrovert and you want to be on stage and you want to play music at bars and just go out and socialize, it's starting to come down on me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm ready. Like, I, I told Mike, he's like, you got to want to do this over Zoom. I'm like, no, right. get me in. I want to see you guys. <laughs> no, I we, don't give a shit. I'll be honest with you. And we probably we are going to do interviews over Zoom and we look forward to them. But I, if we can have the person here, I want them here every yeah. single time. Good. Every yeah. single time. It just makes for a better, like, like the energy again. You know, you're talking. For sure. It's, anyone can sit in a Zoom and be like, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I feel like that's like where you start to get more like, 
shorter answers. And that's what we're doing engaged. online for the improv. I just like, couldn't do it, bro. But like, I, I think what you were saying about the extrovert introvert thing. I think some like like you said, sometimes I can be an extrovert when I'm on stage and I'm in that mindset, you know. Yeah. And like, because I feel like sometimes it's easier for me to talk to like a crowd of people than a. Like, it's easier for me to hold court and be, like, mm-hmm. than to sit and be, like, one-on-one. And then, it, like, I think it comes down to the me being, like, oh, am I being too, like, just here's every, all my baggage. There's like, no, you know? <laughs> there's no, I got your back. It's right. kind of like with music sometimes. Sometimes we would play it thousands of people in the audience and then other shows will have like six we're more nervous see, playing those six people. because you can mm-hmm. see which ones are enjoying yeah. it and which ones aren't yeah. i think that's what it is but i also feel like even going through like school and all this stuff i always had this worry that people are gonna like find out i'm stupid and i'm like <laughs> let me just show them i'm stupid before so i they know i know they know that i know i'm stupid see <laughs> that's like you know what i mean so i'm like here i am like and i'll just make stupid comments and like make myself look like a fool and I have no problem doing that on stage and then people are like that was funny and I'm like cool like I just wanted to like make myself look as stupid as possible I'm glad you but I think part of us I mean I can speak for me personally every now and then I love being an idiot I mean I'm an idiot it's easy it's so simple like when I have to really really go there and be an idiot on stage you just shut your brain off and just watch (laughs) you just like ah (laughs) yeah it's so easy I agree with that for me it's I always try to like growing up in school, like I was never bullied like ever. There's a lot of, and I always grew up, like I was always, you know, thick ass kid, but I've never been bullied, man. Like it's weird. I don't have the same like problems. A lot of fat kids grew up, like talk about like, Oh yeah, I grew up, I was bullied as a kid. Like why? I don't, I don't know why. I mean, sure. There's people that will try you, you know, But for me, just having, like, this different mindset, like, knowing how to talk to people, it never, like, I always shot that shit down oh, real quick. so that's, that reminds me. Um, I wanted to talk about the gym more, because, okay. um, well, I, like, I've sh- I shouldn't. You want to talk about the thing I hate the most in my life? Yeah, <laughs> because I. And the thing you don't want to talk about ever. I know, I know. Yeah, I'm, he's like, I don't want to talk about working out, but let's I'm talk about the place you do it. the biggest stereotype <laughs> douchebag right now. Um, Please. But because, only because I think it'll help you. Because when people go to the gym, first of all, they see those posts of people flexing. Yeah. New personal record. Everything like that. The worst are the people that people, take off their shirts and yeah, are posing in the mirror. Yeah, they literally look like a cloud yeah, in the mirror just, because all of their muscles are just get so Get out of insane. here, you won. <laughs> yeah. And I think because I, I've i been, like, I guess included in that stereotype from comedy. Uh-huh. So part of me is just like, hey, like, I think people that don't go to the gym actually have the wrong stigma from the gym because there are douchebags, losers, pervs everything that go to the gym for sure yeah but uh, but once you because i think like once you actually start talking to people that work at the gym mm-hmm. and knowing the people that because if you go consistently like i go consistently through like the same time every day of the week or whatever so i'm around the same people every time i go too and they're all great people they're I all see. cool people i so, get that for a lot of people but like i'm team no gym only because i right. feel like working out is for you right and only for you, unless you're <laughs> right. one of the people that go and I get distracted. I, I get find so myself distracted. just, yeah, just seeing everything. I'm like, I can't do this. Like, 
do you get a commission if I sign up at your gym? Is that what's going on right now? Uh, I think I do, actually. <laughs> He's like, that's not the motive, but I do. Um, I think I do. Yeah, I think I get like a free yeah, if we, if like, Boxing, I'll try for sure. I, I've, I, I, I go in spurts for sure. So I do go to the gym and like when I, because I have one in my building, but COVID, I didn't go to the gym because it was all closed down. I was like, yeah, whatever. I canceled my membership because I moved from Indiana. I was like, I'm not going to go to Anytime Fitness anymore. So then I started just in my apartment. I was doing like the resistance bands when I was on calls for whatever. You know, anytime I was on a call, I'm just, I grabbed the resistance bands. And I find that like even just that little bit, like I feel better. I can wake up more refreshed just because I'm keeping my body somewhat moving. And not like I'm overworking, not like I'm trying to get like Michael fit. But I'm just like trying to like complete keep, douchebag. Keep, keep, I'm just yeah. no, trying to keep my. Um, fucking See, I feel the opposite. <laughs> when I get off the gym, out. I do not get more energy. <laughs> I'm more tired. I'm I sore. Quit. I'm like, ah, I'll just. I feel that. Yeah. Drink juice no, I, for ten days. I for get that. Yeah. But um, like, I, I pretty much eat what I want. Yeah, that's See what that? pisses me off the most. I no, guess we gotta you don't go to the gym. Pretty much eat what you want. You eat one fucking thing. You eat once a day, and it's Jack's Pizza. I love Jack's pizza. Oh, it's Dude. my favorite. It so is my good. favorite. Give me the shitty pizza, please. I'm with you, man. I no, like Jack's quarantine, pizza. Quarantine, I was keeping the Jack's pizza covers to count how many I have. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's over 50. We should do a wall. It's now. hilarious. It's like a mural. Jack's yeah. pizza. Oh, I feel Aren't they still two for five? On Amazon. See? Uh, yeah, deal. Amazon Fresh, I figured out. On Amazon Fresh, I figured out that I can get four for ten whenever I want. It's amazing. So, I was like... Pfft. Done. <laughs> and it gets delivered to my door. I don't have to leave for my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, I'm Jeez. good. Um, world. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, I work out. I work out all the time right. and I pretty you, much eat what yeah, I want. Yeah, you can do whatever the hell you want. So I'm, and like people always talk about, yeah, I get so sore. I get all sore. It's like, well, when you do it so consistently, that soreness goes away. So then it literally just okay. starts becoming a habit and a routine. I did not know that. Well, the soreness like, goes away. Yeah, and I feel like it's kind of like changing your oil also, like in the car. Like, you know, like oh, if you Oh, like never... where else do you change oil? <laughs> in your lawnmower and wherever the fuck you have an engine, Michael. <sighs> God, I'm surrounded by idiots. Fucking just gym kidding. people. <laughs> what a gym thing to say. Thank God you're pretty. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, so when you change your oil in the car, you know, if you don't ever change your oil, you know what I mean? It's just running through that sludge. It's getting thicker and thicker and thicker. So now you're like, you know, that's kind of like your body. You know, you're not, you don't change that routine and it just you know, gets thicker and thicker. And like this just, once you start moving, it's almost like... Sometimes, like, it, it hurts more, and then, like, you know, it takes that time to, like, get back into it. Because I know, like, I did P90X, like, right off the bench, wasn't working out. I'm like, I can do it. Yeah. And I, like, did, like, the first week, and I was like, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, like, either I'm going to die from P90X or I die because you, of it, you know? like. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll try something if I do like it. I think about easier. Boxing. Right, yeah, yeah definitely do because boxing. Because I think Don't jump right no, 100% of what Tyler said. You have to find what you enjoy. Right. Yeah, that's it. And I was getting, I mean, I was getting tired of throwing the weights around and like boxing reignited that fire. Hell yeah, man. Clang and bang the weights. I'm going to look know? into that. Thanks, like, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, this is dope, dude. I, I like definitely, like I, I told you I'd be down to do it. I did martial arts for eight years. A lot of people, I don't ever lead with that because I'm like, I'm funny. I'm not scary. There you go. You know what I mean? Like, I don't <laughs> want people to be like, I would love for you. I would just love to see you like seriously try and like take somebody down like i want to see it let's do it i, I never get we'll add it to the card when jefferson yeah. fights uh michael green is that his name 
you bitch. Got it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't and know. Who I you take are. On for charity. No. For charity. For the kids. <laughs> yes. Taking them down. Yeah. It is for charity. I'll spire. I'll spire for sure. But I won't. That's interesting. It's yeah. going to be for charity. Well, then because if it doesn't happen, that confirms that Michael Green is against charity. Right. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. If Michael Green's against charity, I- I'll spire with you. Okay. I'll do that. Good to know. You're going to step in for Michael Green's spot? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'll let him, I'll Jeff- let him slap I'm, me I'm, around. I'm, I'm going to be Jefferson's bah, coach. Bah, bah, bah. Hell yeah. I need you, Mike. I don't want to coach. I want to go in I'm blind. In I want to be blindfolded. Wait, and I just want to teach you left hook <laughs> because I'm still on it. And Let's do it. If I do it in the shower. Yeah. If there's anybody <laughs> that has an idea of like <laughs> actual boxing and fighting, listening, the left hook, especially for learners, because I'm, I'm not even a pro. I, I, oh, I I'm, talk, I'm talking about like practice. me boxing like I know what I'm doing I don't but I know how to throw punches and the left hook is a lot harder than you think I gotta see this in action a try to make it harder. powerful I dare you <laughs> go ahead it's, it's interesting All right. um but yeah I encourage you oh oh that's what I was all right last topic so we were talking about like just confidence overall yeah man um and you were like, well, you know what? I'm going to hone in into the big guy laughs, mm-hmm. whatever, stuff like that. And I was like, with what we're going to talk about after the interview, I was like, I have a sketch <laughs> idea where it actually kind of includes me having somewhat muscles and stuff. And I've never done that before, like thrown my body out there because okay. I don't like to because I see too many people, too many fitness influencers on Instagram. Yeah. Like, they're everywhere, and I don't like doing it. Where the fuck you going? I need another beer. <laughs> so distracting. The show sucks. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, this, it's literally going to be, like, me taking that step, and Good. I know people are going to be like, loser, and nah, I'm just like, man. whatever, man. That's, that's exactly, that's how I got to where I'm at, bro. Like, I do not give a shit what people say about me. And there's a lot of hate out there again. But, like, once you reach a certain level of confidence, it's over, man. Like, you, 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 you're so much more happy, you know? And it's not that I'm about, like, I'm, like, I know how I look, you know? Like, but I'm also, it's, I never had a problem with getting girls. Like, I've, I've dated beautiful women. My wife is gorgeous. You know, I've never had that stigma. Oh, you're fat. You're probably, well, she got money or something. How'd you get her? Like, no, man, I'm just a nice person and I make her laugh and I'm confident. And that's, that's attractive to women and people in general. So, so, um, I want to close up, but I'm closing beer, (laughs) the closing beer. Well, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk shop after this, but, um, that's why I had super secret, keep it super secret, only fans. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to fucking say because your goddamn beer. Um, oh, I'd, I want to piggyback on a question I asked Marianne yesterday because I'm very curious about what your sure. answer would be. Um, because you are such a cool human and it's so cool how open you are just in general with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if your life were the title of a book, what would it be called and why? If my life was a title of a book. Well, if your life was a book, what would the title of that book be? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Sure. Yeah. I'm an idiot. This is me. Show sucks. Period. This is... I mean, that's... It is. It's literally... It, like, I, you can ask me any question, and I will be open with you guys. Like, For example, one of my friends, you guys know him. You guys know both people. One of them was Go just us. in a, like a movie. 
Okay. And my friend posted this picture on Instagram where it's like his royalty check. And he knows who he is. He's listening. I'm not going to say any names. Um, and my other friend was like, oh, dude, that's crazy. I want to get into acting. How much did you make? And we're all close friends here. Now, I know that's kind of a rude question to ask sometimes. Hey, how much money you make? Right. But like, we grew up together. So like we get yeah. a pass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, he, and his answer to my friend was like, um, book something. Like, I'm not going to tell you that. And I'm like, it really rubbed me the wrong way. Whoa. And I don't. I just didn't like that when he said it to me. And we grew up with each other. Yeah. I had the same same check recently, and I posted it on like uh, Instagram. And my friend was like, do I even dare ask you? I'm like, you can ask me whatever the fuck you want, bro. You know? Like, that just... What is it? Fuck, man. Like, what is it, though? Because I think it is... People, people just love seeing realness and honesty. Hell and yeah. someone actually being them and i mean that's what we're obviously trying to bring people and because we don't want anything else from anybody else like we want you to actually be you right but what like what do you think makes it where people are just i mean because i'm worried about what people think i'm not gonna act like i'm not i think a lot of people uh have anxiety of really showing their true colors like oh then i'm not going to be accepted into this or that and for me like it happened at an early age or else i would probably feel like that like how yeah. everybody, a lot of very people are uh, anxiety driven these days. You know, like I'm not saying I'm, I don't have anxiety because before I hit the stage, I have butterflies in my stomach. Oh, yeah. But it's like when I'm playing music, once that first note hits, it's gone. You know, my thing is just get out there and take that first step. If you like it, you know, go a little further, man. Like, but I've always had this about me as a young age. Like, so it's always been. This is how I'm going to be. And if you don't like it, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but also, I mean, I've heard so many people say this. So this is not me like saying this, but it was like, I think that's part of the job description is having those butterflies. It's like, if you don't have those butterflies, yeah. being a fucking accountant, right. like, you know what I mean? Like you, like you got to have those butterflies to like signify that this is meaningful and you care about this. You know what I mean? You want it to go good. You got those, you're nervous a little bit. That's healthy. Definitely. You, you have know? to shout out to accountants. Shout yeah. Be an accountant. They might like it. Yeah. Fuck you, Jackson. And butterflies. <laughs> shout out to right. butterflies. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, you know, do something else. If that's not what's giving you the butterflies, you know, if you're yeah, just going absolutely. through the motions, I don't think. I think I've, I've been living by this, uh, quote for, past couple years now Give it to me. it's um i'm here for a good time not a long time right. and classic I, classic and i just heard that recently i'm like what this is my new thing so that's how i've been living <laughs> this is me by jefferson Goldie. um we appreciate you coming on you boys have anything else yeah well let's uh do one more time you have the burnt, burnt yeah podcast burnt podcast yeah, plug, plug, plug. uh b-u-r-n-t podcast where it's the worst cooks in america podcast where i interview other contestants from the show yeah we'll try to get alton brown on there yeah shit talking <laughs> we're coming for you alton brown yeah. um you can follow him on tiktok facebook yeah. goldie Mox. goldie Mox. all the stuff will be in the description I'm in the Thanks for having me on, guys. This is fun. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Jefferson. Thank you.